Okay. Great, yeah. It, and then you know my what? second one would be Deadfish in Richmond. I love Deadfish. I've actually never been to Deadfish. Damn good. The crazy part is it's called Deadfish, but their steaks are like what, what the, the, the defining turf is thing is. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what is popping when you drunk and you don't want to go to Nations? I feel like, yo, Americanos <laughs> is the best terrible food for you to have. Yeah. In, in Richmond, California. They got California. some dope-ass burritos. Though. For being a 24-hour spot, the they got like good. the dopest burritos. Hey, they got pasta, bro. You want some pasta? They're everything. At two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's like American, Italian, but they, they do some like, yeah. crazy stuff there. Yeah. Mexicano, like, I don't know. They got the carne asada fries. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. You know what? This is a you might have been there one time. I used to, that's like right in front of the casino. It's literally right across Off from Nations. Pablo. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. only came to the casino once. You won though, all right. I won. Someone won. I don't know. I got I got drunk. That's what <laughs> Yo, you know what? Another spot out here, dang. Well, you know what? I I you know why I'm gonna say a lot of LA spots is because like most of when I started to take this seriously ended up having to be in LA. So <laughs> But I need to know the spots, man. Yo, but there's a donut spot that I swear to God is California like, Donuts? California Donuts is definitely one of my favorites. But if you wanna get like a for real like different type of donut, you gotta go to Donut Friend. Donut friend, where's that? In Highland Park, off of York Street. Ooh, I know you. I know what is the right, best? Right next to Cross Street from the place. What's yeah, the, the best York. donut there? Let me look and party too. Yeah. Oh, hey, no, no. Matthew was wanting to know what that uh, waffle place you took me to that one day. I was fucking dying. With is it the uh, Jordan, it's not. The oh, grill. the waffle. The waffle is good too. It's oh, called the waffle. The waffle. It's just called the waffle. Yeah. It's off of because uh, he's looking for new restaurants to go to yeah. while he's on sober March. One yeah, week left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, you gotta go. I was gonna go to, to freaking um go Saturday to El South yesterday in, in um Glendale. Glendale. Didn't realize it was cash only. I yeah. walked in there and did the walk of shame right out. You're not missing too much, man. Really? Yeah, it looked it looked pretty good. There, you, the sh- I mean, it smelled. I mean, I guess it's just, the shame just typical Mexican it. food. The shame shits on it. Yeah, it's not worth the whole cash only driving all the way to Glendale. It's decent, but yeah. what do y'all feel about um, Shake Shack? I've never been yet. I get down with Shake Shack. No way. Um, I don't. <sighs> I, I have mixed feelings about Shake Shack. Shake Shack's cool. I had it in New York. I haven't had it here. I should have it here again. Um, burgers was 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 cool. Nothing crazy though. Nothing like to, to, to you know lose your mind about. But um, I do got to say, it's called Shake Shack. Their shakes are actually damn good. I don't know if you, have you had mm. the shakes. Or you only had the burgers and whatever. I've only had the burger. I haven't had the shakes yet. You, I mean, the place called Shake Shack for a reason. The shakes are good, man. And I, I'm but look, they even have. Chi- have you seen the chicken burgers? They're the shit. Oh, They're supposed yeah. to be that like the shack? hot shit. That Shake Shack, yeah. Yeah, I've had the chicken burgers. That's the new thing. I think I've actually, as much as I love cheeseburgers, and I fucking love cheeseburgers, I think I've switched over, man. You know, fried chicken burger is the way to go. You know what's crazy yeah. is their portobello burgers intensely good. At Shake Shack? Yeah. I guess I gotta go back, man. I don't when I when they first opened the one at Glendale, that line was ridiculous all the time, and it, I, it died still down. Cause I was there yesterday. That's how it was in West Hollywood when they first opened. And it's still like that in West Hollywood. Nah, because like, I was yeah. Glendale yesterday was dead. I was about to go. Yeah, I, I didn't. But there's a place because I had to look it up. It was bothering me. There's a place in San Francisco called Picaros, a uh, tapas restaurant. It's a Spanish Picaros. restaurant, and they do tapas, man. That shit is fire. And they got sangria. Yo, their sangria is fire. And you don't get sangria. lit. Like Actually, speaking of a good place in the Bay Area and Sangria, that place we went to with my mom was freaking amazing. The um, what was it called? Barcelona. Remember at Walnut Creek? Walnut Creek. Yeah. What was it called? I'm gonna find out. That place was hella good. Yeah. Um, you spend a pretty penny, but it is expensive. A great experience food. for European Walnut. food. But you know what? If you if great you're experience. ever like if you're in if you if you're in the Bay Area around the, like San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley. 
Richmond, all that. Um, a great Tele place Ferric, to go Barcelona. to. Ooh, what? Fancy. I haven't been there. That sounds popping. Um, if you want to try different foods, like you should definitely look up Off the Grid. Yeah. Because Off the Grid usually has like, it's food trucks, but they usually have like pretty bomb ass food. Oh, hell spots. yeah. Like, you know, they have uh, taco trucks every f- every last Saturday, every first Saturday in Burbank, like 20 of them, right? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. probably off the grid. It might be. It might very well oh, be. be. A whole street on Magnolia, right down the street from my job. Yeah, you know, every Sunday like out here 30, down, 40 in downtown, it's a smorgasbord. Oh, that's right. That? That's happening. Yeah, that, that was a New York thing. It was over here now. Yeah, yeah. The smorgasbord is popping. I've, I've had um, I've had some pretty bomb like stuff down there. Like, uh, I probably got to get out there, man. And where I'm going with it. I mean, I just want to I just want to put out great places of food you know what i'm saying um and it hopefully like i think i dress nice so people like like the way i dress because <laughs> <laughs> i'm sick you know modeling I'm pages man you know what i'm saying um sick but yeah pics. as far as like my modeling um yo i had to put that on the back burner for a little bit because work definitely got a little bit in my way uh but that's gonna change real fast so i'm gonna hop back into that along with music so we'll see well, like our boy Gary V says, we're young. We got plenty of time to perfect our passion. We've only been out for like two years, so we got time. Yeah, man. Not Look. that we should slow down, but we got time. No, slow we got down. a lot of time. <laughs> Keep it down. Keep it down. A lot of time. I think, you know, the crazy thing about moving to L.A. is um, especially, you know, going back to like living by yourself, I feel like you when you're in a new place you're just so excited to explore you know what i'm saying like and so excited to like get involved in certain things uh but you gotta be careful because sometimes you can get really caught up into that type of shit so oh hell yeah 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 so for me i was really excited about getting to the party life by 8 30 i took a few more ludes and pretty much lost all my motor skills this was the drool phase <laughs> Um, that uh, after hours dance club man fucking killer man you know what i'm saying like, i don't think we need to be partying until seven o'clock in the morning that's crazy i don't think i could ever go back there man <laughs> yeah i couldn't i couldn't nah that's too much my whole job thought i died that day i and then he took me to the waffle house <laughs> and you were still and I threw up the whole time <laughs> i gotta write it down the waffle. adrian was basically a zombie so <laughs> if you ever want to know what a real zombie looked like Take yeah, it to after hours. <laughs> <laughs> and let them live their best lives. Yeah. Wake when you have work the next day at 10 o'clock. Yeah, man. I did not make it. That's crazy. Not even close. I don't know how I woke up being all perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, you want to go eat some food? He's like, nah, bro. <laughs> all right, let's go I'm eat gonna, some food. I'm going to die. <laughs> let's go get some food. I think that's what we're going to do. I went with you. Yeah. It was good times. Good times. But I can't do it no more. Yeah, man. So what's the... Um, what have you guys been like working on since you moved here? Um, what have I been? Well, I just got my NPC back, so I'm trying to get back into music. Basic framework right there. Now you gotta put some ice in it. 
Um, my goal for the longest time has been to get into um, like a recording label, like Disney Records or Warner Brothers Records, or whatever. And honestly, that's all I had planned. Like I had, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I don't want to be an artist. Um, producer would be cool, but that's actually not like the end goal. I think I really actually don't even know anymore. Like, like the it all changed so much. Like originally, I, I did want to be like a, I wanted to be like Dr. Dre in the studio, or or even just like an engineer, or whatever. And now I just I feel like I'm more either creative oriented or um, or business oriented. Like I want to either be like an executive, like you know, on, on the on the back end, like A and R would be like dope, you know, finding new people and stuff. Um, or I see my friend doing it and, and she looks like she's having a great time where she's just running like an Instagram page, um, kind of like yours, but she's getting paid to do it. I was like, what the hell? It seems amazing. Just, yeah. yeah just putting up posts and, and getting paid and living life. Like, and the crazier the location, the more you get paid. Cause people are like, what? This is here. You know, and every single week it's like a new thing in LA. Like it's, it sounds that crazy? amazing. Yeah. When you think about it, it's crazy how like we have a platform now. That's, that's the crazy thing about social media. When you use it the right way, you have a platform to like legit do whatever you want yeah. and get paid for it. Mm-hmm. I mean crazy. look at us We're millionaires right now Doing the podcast Ching Hey So what about you Man What shit What are you out here Trying to do Uh I mean I've been focused On this podcast pretty much Just the last month Um I have a Another manager interview On Thursday So fingers crossed We'll get us out the hood finally <laughs> Make that manager money But uh Yeah no I mean just trying to find other ways to get involved in the the media industry had that uh music producer page on youtube that's still up so i'm probably gonna keep on doing that or maybe even intertwine it with this and consolidate it and make one page or um yeah no i mean doing doing that i'm just trying i'm trying to use i'm trying to do everything that i i wanted to do like brewing for instance or doing a podcast or doing music on uh for tutorials like i want to be able to do it all and see if i like it and see if it's if it's my my niche to see where it could go and uh yeah so i mean hopefully this podcast thing goes cool because i don't know maybe one day me and matt will have a like a conan o'brien show except ours that'll be fucking sick with it i'm telling y'all y'all need This is the most animated I've ever seen. <laughs> You're a different person I've when never, you play a video I've game. Never exerted this much yes. in my life. Yeah. All of a sudden, Tom Arnold, <laughs> out of nowhere. You know this guy, Tom Arnold. Oh, right? everyone it's, knew. Yeah, all you said was all. Every started. story ends with all of a sudden, Tom Arnold. Yes. <laughs> and, and every story. I'm doing my taxes. All of a sudden, Tom Arnold. <laughs> and he, we're in Miami, so he's like. Sweating sunscreen, like he's just, you know, it's yeah. it's a it's a sight. Let me tell you. And he does this Superman leap, grabs onto the waistband of my pants, and my both my arms are around the ball. And I'm thinking, oh my god, this is not how I want to go. Is Tom Arnold pulling my pants down in front of everybody? So I don't know how they stayed up, but they did. But he was, I mean, there yeah, he was knew no, what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> Why did he I mean, do that? And he I didn't mean, do that to Mario Lopez. <laughs> we actually have a, photo, a photograph. This is amazing. There he is tackling you. And then there's another shot where he really does pull your pants down quite a bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think we could show. do it, man. This I mean, a radio show for real. Yeah, I think it could happen. I used to have one back in college. I had two. I had um, Pachuco Soul Radio. And then I also had Soul Live. Um, one of them, we played soul music. 
And then actually both of them were soul music. I also had another one. We did hip hop music too. That's dope. I had a bunch of them, man. I, I stayed in the, in the radio thing back in college. That was, that was fun. That's I love tight. that job. That's actually why I have this thing because of that. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was so scared to move to LA. Um, I never really told anybody. I always used to be like, yeah, I'm going to move. I'm doing it. But like deep down inside, I'm like, fuck, I'm scared as fuck. Like, I don't know what to expect. It's scary territory. It is scary. I think anything, anytime you do anything that's different from the, what you, you know, ordinarily do every day, I mean, I think that's scary. But that's, that's just your mind playing tricks. You know, that's the biggest, you know what, when you ask me what's the biggest lesson you've learned by living yourself is understanding your mind and how that shit works. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think our minds, our brain is a powerful thing. You know what I'm saying? And your brain is, your brain is conditioned to keep you away from feeling hurt or any type of pain or, you know, or running into any kind of trouble. So it would like defer you from anything that's going to cause that kind of, you know, feeling. Without a doubt. So I found myself really feeding into that. Like, I was so scared to change my lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? I was so scared to, I'm, I, Still low-key, I'm scared to like lose a lot of stuff that I've I've built for myself, you know what I'm saying? So, but with that being said, like you have to then realize sometimes, like you said, you have to take a step back to really move forward and understand that with, with anything that you do, sometimes you have to just make sacrifices and do it. Get it done. Yeah, I mean the worst thing, I think worst, any, something that's worse than losing what you have now is being, you know, being older and then looking back like damn i wish i would have just did it yeah. yeah there's that quote i forgot what it was the um uh what is it most most men lead lives of quiet desperation where you're like you're you're just living a life that's not even for yourself you know and a lot of you know what a lot of people fall into that and you know what's crazy is that um I've learned that so much of where I work now is that a lot of the people who, like my managers, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people who I've worked with that have been in upper management. And I like to ask that question, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is it that you want to do? And why are you, like, why is this, why are you here? Yeah, why are you here? Like, is this what you want to do? And almost 19 out of 10 is not what they want to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, they're doing it because they make good money. And you kind of get trapped into that and then you start to become comfortable with the stability of knowing that you're going to get paid every two weeks. Yeah. Which is cool, but I think that's I think that's what separates you. You know, what separates a lot of people from separates the ones who are, I guess, I don't want to say successful because you know success can be anything, um, but separates those who thrive in the things that they want to do compared to the ones who don't. Is that the ones who do thrive in the things that they want to do is they understand like you know what the sacrifice and you can't let fear overtake you. Whereas the other people are just kind of like, well, I'm too scared to do it. Yeah, you gotta have that that go getter mentality. Yeah. Which Dead I'm, I'm trying to get because it's 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 hard, man. It is hard. It's a it's a hard thing to like let happen. You know, I had a conversation with somebody. It was actually my manager, and he is so dope. At like, I swear to God, like he needs to be like a party planner, <laughs> designer type of person. Because anytime we had any like holiday coming up at work or anything like. He would go, you go to the dollar store and make this shit look as good as you do. Like, you need to be for real, like, decorating parties for people who got <laughs> bread because you would be making money. Oh, they cash out. But yeah. after having a conversation, it's funny because, you you know, you start to realize that that really is true. And it plays a it plays a big part on somebody or, you know, that scares a lot of people when he's his answer to when I was like, well, why don't you do it? Like, why are you like, this is crazy. You, you're you are basically making yourself unhappy doing a job you don't like to do just because 
you want to make sure you're comfortable with the money that you're getting in. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong, we all need to make sure we pay our bills, but at the same time, like, you need to also be happy in what you're doing. And yeah, if, you're not if, happy, that, if that's not your dream job, on the side, you need to be dedicating time to what you actually want to do. And if you're not, then what the hell are you doing? Right. Well, and what's the purpose? You know what I'm saying? And when we were talking, he was just kind of like, well, you know, like, that doesn't come with a 401k and da, da, da. And I get it. I totally get it. You know what I'm saying? Because You can be self-employed and still have a 401k. But like, you can't. Don't, don't cut yourself short. Yeah, but there's, you can't. there's but ways you, around this. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, I, but in the same sense, I get it because you know like that's that's been my kind of like same mentality until i realized the same thing you just said you can yeah. build that for yourself you can do all of that what you do with somebody else's company that you yeah. work for it's just that you gotta be willing to work hard to get it and some people are just scared of doing that so Without a doubt. i don't know but you know shan i'm gonna become a stripper if shit don't work out <laughs> shit <laughs> You know what? Uh, so you were saying the whole fear thing. Uh, I heard this a million times, and it's funny that the, the Google brought up the first thing. Is an abbreviation that is commonly used: false evidence appearing real. Mm. That there is no threat of immediate physical danger, no threat of loss of someone or something dear to us. Actually, nothing. There is actually nothing there at all. Fear is an illusion, which it's a trip when you think about fear and challenges and hardships because all those are just our minds and how we handle stuff but generally like fear like coming out here fear of changing jobs fear of trying to accomplish something that you don't know the end result well you know what i think it's because failure because we assume so much of what we think is going to happen you know what i'm saying like for example, like for myself, like I thought like the worst, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm going to move to L.A. and like, fuck, like, I don't think I'm going to be able to pay my bills. Like, I don't know. Like, I never had to do all this. I never managed. I like, you don't get me wrong. Like, I've, I've had to like kill my mom, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've had to do shit like that. But like when everything is put on to you, it's like, oh, my God, like I'm going to be responsible for this. Like, am I going to be able to do it? And then you start doubting yourself. And then it's like. If it's not, you know, it's crazy. It's, it's none of that happened. Like everything that I thought sure. would might happen when I moved to LA, like, none of it happened. And it's crazy because when you're putting in a situation, when you're put in a situation, you can't doubt yourself. You can't doubt yourself. And not only that, you 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 start to see how much of, like, what am I looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. So I'm gonna go ahead and drink this beer until I figure it out. <laughs> I mean, you find you find your answer within yourself. I feel like especially. I mean, you, me, Matt, myself living on our own, when we get like kind of like pinned into a corner that we don't know the answer to. You find out what you're capable of when you're put into a situation that you yeah, didn't think that you can overcome. Which you wouldn't generally because, say, back in the day, if we were still living with our parents, we're like, fuck, I don't know how to fix this. I don't do this. Mom, dad, how do I do this? We don't have that. We got to figure it out yeah, on our own. You know what? I'm a strong believer in surrounding yourself with people who have drive in her kind of like like minded issues and want to like move forward and do things right because if you notice that if you surround yourself around people who always have that doubt then it starts to go on to you you know what I'm saying like you end up taking misery that loves company misery they, loves they'll, company. they'll try to they'll try to put it on you yeah and that shit is trash you know what I'm saying like and that's one thing I've learned man I've learned a lot living in LA what the fuck <laughs> god damn I learned a lot living out here but you know what like a lot of you start to see that so much. You start to see people like doubt themselves. They're like, oh, you know, I can't. It's always, I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't do this because of that. And you start to then do the same shit. Like, oh, you know, I can't do this because. But then you start kicking with people who's like, no, I'm going to do it. 
Yeah. Now, I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna figure it out. That's the people you need to be around. Because you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly that. I mean, I think it was. I mean, you know, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. He says people, or if you ever have that moment, where you're like, I can't do that. Think of why the reason you can't do that, and generally, it's because you put a label, a fake label, on yourself, saying that. Josh wasn't meant to do this. Adrian wasn't meant to do this. Matt wasn't meant to do this. But who was the one who said that? Yourself. Mm-hmm. So if there's something like, fuck, I can't, I don't know, I can't play the violin. It wasn't, it wasn't the cards for me. Who the fuck told you you can't do that? Your damn self. Yeah. So all these can'ts are totally, totally incapable of stopping you. That, I mean, that's kind of like the reason. Like, I never would have thought we were living in LA at some point. I was like, I couldn't even fathom doing that or starting our own show or you know being a music producer like when we we're i don't know 15 when we we're all like trying to figure out what our life careers were going to be in the future um but we always put probably those labels saying because all of our i don't know relatives or friends they they probably meant and you know not bad intentions but like you can't do that you don't do that well you know what and you're like says who and then you know but you know what i think is dope though i think it's dope when you start to realize like what we're talking about right now and you start to you start to realize these kind of things right and you go back to where like say like family members who were like oh like before like oh like you can do that or like oh like how are you gonna do that or you know the people who aren't so like they're not the believers um i think it's dope when you go back and you start talking to these kind of people because like for me like something that i've always had an issue with is self-confidence in anything i do right so like when we used to be in school and like i show you some beats and i'm like yeah it ain't that dope like that shit is trash i don't know and adrian be like that shit is so fucking fire like i don't want to talk about it it's just amazing and i'm like no nah, it ain't that good but then even tina would be like you know what i'm saying like she'd be like oh that shit is cool it's cool and i used to get so much in my head because i'm like oh but it doesn't sound like how everybody else would sound like you know what i'm saying we get caught on that and then you have people you then you have like certain people that are like oh yeah it's not that it's not that great but i think it's dope when you go back one you need to feed off that kind of energy too because you need to be like well watch me be great because the next time you see me you're gonna be like oh I, I doubted you I shouldn't have but sometimes it's, go back, it's good to go back to these kind of people who when they're like oh you know like how would you do that because then the next the, the follow up question when you come back to them after you've done it is like yo how did you do it you know what I'm saying like yeah. you, you did it that's kind of like crazy I didn't think you were really going to be able to do it it's like oh yeah I did it and then you know what I'm saying and that, I feel like that gives you confidence too like I feel like I've had so much like confidence build up inside of me. <laughs> Pause. But uh, I feel like no, I feel like I've gained so much confidence just because like I didn't think I was some real shit. I didn't I did not think I would be able to live by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't think I would be able to do a, half of the shit I'm doing out here by myself. I don't think I could afford it. I put it off forever because I could. I literally did the spreadsheet. I was like, I'm gonna be negative six thousand dollars every day of my life if I do this shit. You know, and I, I moved it, here. I was like, and don't where did this money come from? Like, it's like, I get apparently it's not that hard. Don't get me wrong. I change your priorities. Top ramen sometimes. Yeah, you know no, what I'm saying? I hate top ramen. You gotta I do eat, what you gotta, gotta do. But yeah, but I'm, you'll make it happen. But I'm able. You know what? I've said this to some. I said this to Jessica actually, and I was. You know, you have these kind of conversations when it comes towards money and shit. Or just like your dreams or whatever it is you're trying to do. And I, I had told her, I was like, you know what? One thing I can say is that I'm not broke. I might not have money, but I'm not broke. Yeah. And she was like, well, elaborate. I was like, I'm not broke because I can pay my bills comfortably. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I might not be able to do the same shit that I was able to do when I, you know, I had all the money because I wasn't paying as much. You know, my mom was paying all the shit. So like, 
you that's why I'm saying like it's good everybody needs to live on their own at some point because it really teaches you how to become an adult and it really teaches you about yourself and what you can what you can do yeah. not even what you can't do it's what you can do yeah. you know what I'm saying like so yeah man that shit is crazy <laughs> that shit is crazy the shit that you get to learn just off of that like I, like I said I just never thought that I would I've always said it, you know what I'm saying? I think you got to speak shit into existence, first of all, um, and manifest that, because I really, I really believe in that. And when you start to do that, then shit just starts to roll in. But at some point, I mean, at one point, I really just didn't think I can do any of it. And now that I'm doing it, it's just, I don't know, it gives you the confidence to want to accomplish more. Yeah, you realize it's easier than, than you thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not as hard as you think. Yeah. And it's a trip, because usually, like, with all the preparation we did, whether it's making a decision for anything or moving out or doing this or starting modeling or starting your page, you could do all the preparation in the world and you're like, it's not ready, it's not ready, that's not ready. And then the, the turning point is literally just, just fucking do it and that, and that clicks. And then once you click it, you, you figure out the rest because you'll never be ready. And same thing like when we all moved out, I don't think all of us were perfectly ready because I don't think you can be perfectly ready. Whether you have zero in the bank or 10,000 in the bank or 100,000 in the bank, you're never ready, you just have to fucking do it and you'll figure it out. Which is, I mean, that's how I would, if someone asked me like, Hey, like, how did you, how did you decide to move out? I was like, there was some planning, but at the very end of the day, I just had to fucking do it. Like that's, that's what it comes down to. You can't keep on waiting forever with, uh, with doubt or fear in your mind. No, I mean, I definitely think you gotta have, you know, have some kind of a plan, but you, you can't really plan shit like that. It's like, you know what? I, I, it's just like a job, you know what I'm saying? Like. I think it's so great when you are starting to work a new job and they kind of just throw you into it because now you have to figure that shit out. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Like my first my first job, I was I got hired at Taco Bell. I kid you not, I got hired at Taco Bell. They called me two days after I got hired, like you come in on a Friday night, and I'm like, hell yeah, I can be there. I was juice. Didn't know that they only had one person there. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> goddamn, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So that one person was me. Yeah, <laughs> right. One person was me. I was up here fucking up all the tacos. I didn't even know what I was making. Um, but no, you know that taught me that taught me that I need to be quick on my feet. Like I can't. I have no time to sit here and like, because no one was there to help me. You know what I'm saying? The manager that was on yeah. duty was like, "Yo, I'm gonna try my best to help you, but." This is it. It's me and you, and thank you for being here. Like it's game time. Just figure it out, please. Just read this and just the best you can. After that, I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Taco Bell was a pretty great job. Taught me a lot. I didn't like it. <laughs> but with that being said, like I became one of the best workers there because, and I was everybody came to me because I was so knowledgeable about it. But had, you know, not to say that I wouldn't have became that, but I think them for doing that to me because it taught me so much like i think you definitely just need to throw yourself into certain shit you know what i'm saying like because that's how you're gonna learn i mean you can only prepare for so much you know what i'm saying you just gonna jump in it's the truth man hopefully you don't you know you know wale right wale i love wale, wale. i know i might have to play i need to listen to his new ep actually well, actually yeah he just came out with another one right yeah yeah, yeah. i listened to a little bit of it it sounded pretty good yeah there's that one song i i'm sure i've told him that a thousand times because i sound like an old record player but uh you uh do you remember the song with usher called the matrimony at the very beginning there they use the seinfeld clip you remember it, matt uh i, I do remember it before. but actually that wasn't a seinfeld clip that was actually him talking to wale 
Oh well, yeah, he's talking about that. Um, but it was, it was like Jerry. Seinfeld. But it was Jerry. <laughs> no, it is Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, Jerry Seinfeld. Talk, yeah. But it's it's yeah. it's actually it's not from actual real conversation. You know, I don't yeah. even think I've heard this actually. Now I'm thinking about it. Well, I think I have to listen to this. They're talking about marriage, but it's a. Before I moved out, I used that as an immediate metaphor or reference to like pretty much have the the courage to move out. But what they say is. Uh, getting married or doing something different in this case i'll just say it's getting married it's like a roller coaster when you're coming up you're fearful because mm-hmm. you don't know what's at the top you don't know how it's going to end you don't know what's what's going to happen in the future so you're getting nervous you're excited but you have no idea what's gonna what's gonna happen but you know something amazing is gonna happen and then you drop and then you low-key die and then you drop <laughs> and you're like oh shit and it's crazy but then your you're all right your mouth yeah you yeah, don't yeah. die you're all right you had a good time but uh it's 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 like a a roller coaster and it's almost like when you're when you're looking to grow or you're looking to change you don't know what's going to happen on the very end but growth is change you'll never know how to adapt to change without you know without trying something differently and it's when he's an example like uh growth is like you're jumping from one planet to another planet and you only feel comfortable when it gets just close enough for you to jump to it and you're like i'm not gonna be able to do it. i'm not gonna be able to do it you jump over the next planet and now you have a whole other life that you didn't know before and it's been done and you you've accomplished it and that fear of change is so it's, it causes a lot of anxiety but once you do it and you just get over with that's where you learn a lot about yourself because now there's a whole other chapter opened up that you have never done if you were fearful or afraid so I use that as a as like a reference when I when I moved out here. You know what? I like I like that actually, and that's very true. Um, and well, that's that why the truth, man. But you gotta you gotta realize like. And have you, did you ever go like Have you ever went back home and just been like, damn, y'all still doing the same shit with the some of our old friends? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. But it's because it's like you don't know any, you don't know anything else. You you haven't jumped into anything else to grow, to be you know to experience new things to help yourself build as a person you are just the same person you were the last time i saw you yeah and we're just, yeah which is sometimes sad to see but it's also different personalities man like some as much as i want to say like you guys ain't doing shit with your life you can't say that because not everyone is has the same ambition or goals no yeah us. and maybe they live the life that they want to live yeah for all you know maybe, maybe you know that that simple life is exactly what they want no yeah, yeah. i'm not saying that's a bad thing but I'm yeah. saying, like, no, but it is you know to us, to people like us, I don't even know what the, I would say maybe there's a whole type A, type B personality that we have where it's like, I think type B is the one where it's like, we like to get things done on our own terms. Then they're not that type. It's just, it's, it's, it's weird for us to see. It's odd for us to see someone who doesn't like to grow consistently. Yeah. I mean, change is hard for a lot of people. Yeah. I think change is hard for damn near everyone, man. Yeah. Really? I like change. Is that weird? I don't say that I don't like change. But it's hard to change. No, it is hard to change. People it's, naturally don't like change, but if you could be, become a master of change, okay, that's the trick. I think change is great. I think change. You need change. Adaptation. I feel like change is amazing because then you could adapt to any situation because you've been through so much shit. Through Very changes. true. Speaking of change, all right. So you lived in LA for just a, over two years now. Yes. I've been here for, I think, two and a half years now. Matt, you're running on? I'm approaching two in June. So, yeah, real fucking soon. So, all yeah, of us. We're like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah we're, all pretty, we're all pretty close. 
All right. So when in the future it could be, let's do five years. I thought we could one in five years. Where would you like to live? That is, if anywhere different, where would you like to live anywhere different? Let's do a five year and then a, a 20 year. That'll be a good one. So one, 20, 20 year will probably be like, you're probably going to maybe wow, I want to retire there. Yeah. Compared to five year, like in five experience, years. Like, do you want to go to New York? Mm-hmm. Do you want to try Japan? Do you want to try Australia? Honestly, do you want to try? I want to, I definitely, I still want to try New York. I mean, I got to visit before I, I make that like official, but like I, in my mind right now, like New York. in five years, I, I, I want to be, I want to see what New York is about. Yeah. I'm kind of the same page as you, even yeah. though this guy's been in New York, so he knows. Do you have a New York trip planned or no? Yeah, actually. Um, I was supposed to go this year, but due to the fact that I'm going to Japan, I can't. Uh, you go to Japan? What? I know. Crazy. What part? <laughs> Tokyo? Yeah, I'm going to Tokyo. <laughs> I'm about to be a ninja. It would be hilarious if you knocked over everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Beer everywhere. He gave me a whole, like, itinerary and everything like he like that's legit. the way to do it man yeah i thought that was amazing because you know who does that so like, what are you gonna do do you have what's the itinerary man he has like museums on there theme parks he has a uh, some camel hump yeah <laughs> some eel some eel, eel. <laughs> greasy shit you ain't got no better food like some chicken wings some baby back ribs some fries or something chinese food no soul food here I didn't say nothing about no soul food. I said you got some better food. I don't want that greasy shit. How you gonna sell a big box of grease? I'm chilling out what? Come on. I'm no punk bitch. I ain't no punk bitch neither. I'm no punk bitch. Come on. Well, how's that? Yo, there's this ramen spot. Okay, so I've been obsessed with ramen. I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but well, I think I know. I'm aware. I'm aware. Okay, so I'm obsessed with ramen. Um. And they have this place out there where they light the ramen on fire when they bring it to you. I know it's crazy. I'm trying to get burnt. I'm trying to have my eyebrows burnt Have you had the, the black ramen? Like it's like the black noodles? You know, I've had that. As, I've had that in North Hollywood. I didn't like it. What? What is it? It's it was, just. It's just colored black. It or is it different? Different material or whatever you call it. I have it. no idea. You know, I didn't even read the description. I probably should have read it. I yeah, just, I, I saw it. it. Actually, was not appetizing to me to look at. I didn't. I didn't get it. See, I like. I've had ramen with the the black uh, garlic oil. You know what I'm saying? Like the broth was black, kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's good. But I had like yeah, the, the black noodles. I don't know if it's like cool. Activated what would it be? Like, I don't know. It wasn't that good. What was what's what's your number one thing to do in in Japan? Like you're going because of, you know what this. I? Okay, so my number one thing that I want to do. You know, I'm really excited to go to Kyoto. I just want to, I want to, because it's What's way there? more, tra- it's way more traditional. So, like, I want to Traditional learn, in the sense, in the sense of, of, like, Their culture like, traditional? Yeah, their culture. I want to learn more about the culture and, like, that kind of stuff. Are you big into Japanese culture? You know, uh, Do you watch anime or... I'm not going to lie. You watch Dragon Ball Z back in the day. I don't watch much anime. Uh, you know, I'm I, sure yeah, there's much, I'm much a, more to it than anime, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's way much more. Um... I think I'm gonna be a ninja, so that's the main reason why I want. To <laughs> I think I'm gonna be a well. Speaking ninja. of New York, though, and ninja, there is a restaurant in New York. I'm assuming there's probably a bunch in Japan. There's a restaurant in New York. I think it's just called Ninja, where you stay, you go to the restaurant, you order your food and stuff, and randomly throughout the, I have you as you're having your meals, ninjas they pop out. That's so dope. Fucking attack you and stuff, whatever. And- this is James from Zagat, and today we're going off the grid with our friends from YouTube at a ninja-themed restaurant in New York City. Ah! Oh, God! 
And then your waiter too is like, man, I wish I had some water. Yeah, man, that's how water. You know, black people really think that they got. I don't know. Growing up, black people have always been into kung fu and is that the ninjas fire and all kind of shit. Yeah, that's the fire. That I'm trying to do that. That's Burn bad. all my eyebrows off. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. It's almost like the the flaming shot that they do at bars. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a it's not a permanent fire. But it's like a initial fire. It cooks and then you're good to go. I think. Well, it has to be right. You're not going to be eating fire. Yeah, no. They they like burn it and then you eat it. I mean, not burn it, but they yeah, cook it with. Like, but you know what I'm fire? most excited about? I okay because I really like sushi and like I like ramen. I can't. I like anime. I haven't really got too much into it, but like Death Note, I really like that one. Death Note. Death I haven't watched it, but I, cool. I, I know people love yeah. that thing. Um, by the way, if you guys like Death Note, the movie the Death Note, trash. Oh yeah. And it's American eyes, so that's probably why. Damn it. Yeah, but I mean, the car, the anime version is fucking lit though. That shit is tight. Um, what's the one with the giant people? Um, I can't Totoro. Remember. Is that the one? I don't know. They're like these giant people who like. People or like creatures? Maybe they're creatures. I, okay, let's go with creatures because they're not. There's people. my friend Totoro, where they have like this giant, almost like a giant cat thing, but that's probably not. They're spirited away. Nah, it's like these. They look like humans, but their body looks more like instead of skin, it's their muscle. Dragon Ball Z. Fuck, maybe I don't know. Akira. You know, let me stop because those who like anime are gonna be like, this motherfucker don't know what the fuck he's talking about. So he's <laughs> <He's laughs> a real anime. First of all, I don't know much about anime, so we're gonna. I, but Dragon Ball was dope. I used to watch Dragon Ball. Um, but I mostly really want to go just because I want. Pokemon is considered anime. Pokemon, yeah, Pokemon is. the original anime series. Yo, yeah. Pokemon. I used to steal everybody's fucking Pokemon cards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I counterfeited Pokemon cards for a few few years when I was. Them, yeah, I had Man. a whole I had a whole I workshop. It, actually, me and my brother started our own sweatshop. They were not very good. I called you on it the second I saw it. I'm yeah, like, they're horrible. They were made by like ten year olds. Very easily. It's like crayon and shit. Yeah. I never sold them. I just beat my cousins yeah. with my Damn. fake Charizards. They're like, wow, how do you sell Charizards? Man, we were both criminals. Know, you over here making counterfeits and I'm stealing. God. What did you do? We filling, we you stole your counterfeits. I stole you stole my counterfeits. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I had all the fakes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what happens when you're criminals. You do. Oh, here, before it gets too late, and I don't want you to. Oh. Really? Although I, I, could, I could take it for you. No, nah, I'm going to do this. What is this, actually? Uh, nothing oh, special. Whiskey. Yeah. You might, might, that might be actually a good mixer with it because it's sweet. Oh, you're right. Let's do this. Chase with it. All right, man, get your visible. Ding, wow, drink. visible drink. Mmm, it burns. That was really intense. <sighs> I feel like you can hear that going down. <laughs> hear it and feel it. I love whiskey. Um, that when you go to Japan, you realize that they're so polite and considerate of everything that when you go you feel like almost like a barbarian like even if you're not even intending to be rude but you realize all the things you do that they go over the extra mile. like there was some guy was telling a story about how um he had his headphones on like some cheap white the apple um iPod oh yeah headphones you, on. you're not supposed to no no, no but he had them and he fell out he put his phone in his pocket the the, the phone or the, the headphones dropped on the floor and some guy walking it's a busy ass street some guy on the second story building of an apartment across the street saw it he's like no way went downstairs grabbed them found what restaurant they're in delivered them there and the guy's like what the fuck are you here take a dollar he's like no, 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 no. you just have the headphones Yo, take them they have different the there, lowest yeah. crime rate like they yeah. are so fucking like nice out and there and that's what they're saying you can, you can go anywhere in the place and even if they don't speak English everyone is trying to help you whatever like mm -hmm. you're, yeah you're you're solid all the way through like that's I feel like that's where I want to yeah, be man. you know I was reading something and did you know that some of the restaurants you have to take your shoes off 
I think it's almost every single place you have to take oh, your shoes damn. off. Oh, damn. Not yeah. every single place. I'm not taking my shoes no. <laughs> off. I ain't taking my shoes off I everywhere. used to do that in my old room, remember? Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to my old room in the, the 950 West F Street. The, that was my policy. Were we, in, were we in school by that time? No, that was the 420 house. Okay. So my most where my parents live now, I had to enforce the uh, the no show, no shoes rule because my other room was fucking yeah. trash. That's a, that's a lot of Asian cultures. My friends are Filipino. The same thing. When I go to their house, I have to take my shoes off and stuff. That is very true. Yeah. It saves your carpet, man. Yo, I'm some places s- have the little booties though, or like the slip-on things where you yeah. keep your shoes on, but it's just like wrapped in. That's whatever. what I should have. I should have had like little booties, little booties for anybody. You coming gotta in. have little booties. Do it for the little booties. You get some big booties too. I mean, you know, <laughs> big booties, little booties, medium booties. No discrimination. Yeah. And yeah, um, all the booties. I think it was yeah, Anthony Bourdain. When Anthony Bourdain went to, I'm seeing how far Hong Kong is from. Yo, I haven't watched Anthony Bourdain in a long time. You know, I love those shows. Yeah, he's dope, man. He's Bizarre travels. Eats and shit. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he would be a. Agreed. I think that's Andrew. His name was Andrew, though. Bizarre East, right? Oh, Andrew Zimmern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like, I like, I like. Uh, yeah, the travel man's cool. Uh, when he went to Hong Kong, he was talking to a dude, and he's like, "Yeah, man, um, how is it living in a Hong Ki- Hong Kong compared to when you visit America?" He's like, "It's way different, man. Americans are." insane they're just like assholes they have like no manners they're not polite apparently in hong kong and it's it's a thing i try to practice out here so people in hong kong it is like a big sign of weakness if you yell Mm. if you can't keep your temper it's a big sign of weakness and that's why a lot of times in asian culture you never really see them get really angry and yell because okay, it's a, a media to, sign not cool. to be like Jackie Chan's yelling and whipping everyone's ass I was gonna say <laughs> Hong Kong is a lot of the Asians okay. that I've ever dealt with I think Jackie Chan is yell, from Hong like, Kong they kind of like yell when they talk well so I'm just I like, mean that's why I was curious like where Hong Kong was to Japan and like where China was and like all the different things but that's what he said that was one thing and then he also said people don't point over there like you I think you, you have the point like that with the open hand you can't if you do that it's like super rude Really? And so things like that in Japan are, or Hong Kong are standard. They also practices. do the, uh, the, I thought it was so cool. When you, um, like, let's say you're two way street, right? And like, you're both like, I'm trying to make a left. And then you're going this way. Like, you know, go ahead and take it. So and what you do is you put your hazards on. So it does one flash and it's almost like saying, thank you. Which we don't, mm. we don't say that we do the hand thing, but sometimes you can even do that. You're like, I'm just taking it, fucker. Yeah. Over there, they're like, take it, take it. And they go, thank you. I mean, I do the little, the high beam click when people don't have their, their lights on, but that's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of like why I wanted, I really want to start traveling. I mean, with Japan. Become cultured, yeah. With Japan, cool. yeah. With Japan being my first. Um, the Cherry Blossom Festival is supposed to be the shit. I don't know if you're going at that time, but if you are, know. you when should cherry definitely. Blossom I have no idea when Man, it is. I wish. I'm going in November, the first week of November. Well, it's my birthday. What? Well, last celebrated for you in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, culture? Is it a uh, Filipino culture? The one where you, you don't open your own beer, you open your friend's beer? Korean. Korean culture. Yo, I want to yeah, go to Korea, nice. too. I don't know much about the korean culture uh i want to go to the country I had a korean christmas this year but <laughs> korean culture is awesome it really i mean i just yeah. feel like they have an awesome culture they're I, very I mean, smart they're very strict but they're very smart yo they're strict as fuck yeah they don't play they're very disciplined that's the that's the best adjective they're very disciplined yeah but the japanese as well actually China. i feel like a lot of asian oh, like yeah. cultures are very strict though we're just lazy assholes i mean we yeah. really are though no? the yeah. american culture you know what very i lazy. feel like i mean i haven't traveled outside you know what let me just be with you i ain't left california <laughs> <laughs> this is my first time in my house for like 17 you know years this is, right this is my first time leaving my house so no but um i've i've gotten to talk to a lot of people and i think that's what's pretty great about what i do as far as work 
um, I get to talk to a lot of different people from all kind of walks of life. And it's interesting to listen to like a lot of people who come from different countries or like who travel a lot and when they come back or if they're just coming to America when you compare and contrast because it's like America's great but motherfuckers are like we have it so good here let me just tell y'all like we have it <laughs> so good here in America where it kind of makes us lazy or it kind of just like you know what I'm saying take like, it for granted very take it for granted, yeah. which is not good because we could be living in a country where they are really strict and it's yeah. like I don't know or we don't mm-hmm. have to we in other countries you have to work a lot harder to have the things we have here you know what the most yeah, beautiful thing i will thing. say a lot of times people have the argument of like not the argument but you know it, it always comes up we have the first amendment and i really like feel like that's the best thing that we because not everybody has that where we can speak our mind or like you know have our own opinion yeah and that's the beauty of like what we're doing man that's why it's like i had no fear and like me and Matt had no fear of getting this started because it's like this would never be an issue in America, but this could be an issue in Korea. Oh, this could definitely be an issue and in Korea. That's why that's or one of the China, reasons why like China, China has oh, alternate man. Google. Yeah. You can't just go on regular Google. Get to Yo, go on China. Google. You ain't doing this yeah. in Northern Korea. Like they gonna kill you. Yeah. Okay, that's really intense. They probably won't. I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe I don't know. if you ugly. Let me just stop throwing <laughs> shit out there. I don't know. I'm just over here, just like they gonna kill you if you start talking. Yeah. Mm. And if they will, I will. Yo, you know what? Now that we brought that up, I have a question for you guys. So with that being said in the First Amendment, how do you guys feel about now in today's world, living in America, where everyone has such an opinion about everything, but also with that being said, everyone's super sensitive about what's being said, if that makes sense. I think the hypersensitivity needs to stop. I think we need to... I think we, we should be, if we truly are free to say whatever we want to say, then we should be free to say whatever we want to say without being like, well, you can't say that word, and you can't say this word, and you can't say that, well, you're going to offend them if you do this and that. It's like, that's, why are you, why are you putting so many limitations on it? Let me just say. Let me I, just say. I think it's because also social media and technology puts anything anyone says out instantly so it's open for judgment very quickly but people are people looking sensitive. for something to, to jump like, on they though. do yeah but back in the day if you were to say something like say we're doing this i don't know we're doing something and you say something that's controversial it doesn't get spread across the world as fast as it does now shit goes down fast out here man yeah like we live in an age where the president puts out a tweet in a second from his fingertips and the whole fucking world knows and seconds it is a whole different world of communication how it spreads so yeah now they're there they did the you know open speech for everybody and now there's like they're trying to put all these restrictions on because people are saying too much and they're like well which way do you want it i mean you either do open speech or you can't complain so just but people are going to complain like there's no way of you know what i like about being able to say whatever the fuck you want is that you can low-key you know what i think what makes the first amendment great is it gives the opportunity to educate somebody who's ignorant. You know what I'm saying? I want you to say something stupid. And if I can educate you on that, then great. Then I'm going to educate you on why that could be offensive. I mean, if you want to say it, then the say earth it. Is that's, flat. that's going to, huh? The earth is flat. Okay, look, listen. First of all, if the earth is flat, then we'd be able to jump off that bitch. <laughs> hey, what? At some point, we'd be able to go ahead and sell a ship and they'd be like, look, Adrian, you ready to jump off? We're going to just swim to the, to the space to the space. We're going to swim to the space. <laughs> <laughs> For all I know, that could be true. Yo, but you know what? That could be true. Swim. I mean, who really knows? Did they really land on the moon? Who knows? I don't know. That is up for debate as well. Yeah, it is up for debate. What? But I'm more so like talking about like, mm, 
what's a good touchy one? Let's bring up a good touchy one. Like, ooh, for me, like when people say the N word, ooh, that's a good one. So like a lot of people that would debate that is like, well, why would you, why would you stop me from saying it if they say it in music all the time? I won't stop you from saying it. Like you're going to do whatever you want to do. You're a grown person. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you make that decision. But however, let me educate you on why this can be offensive to someone who doesn't know you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the, the teachable moment is what's great about having the First Amendment because you, you can have you can then start to have an open dialogue about it. But I don't think a lot of people have the capacity to hold to hold the kind of conversations. I think I think people get defensive very quickly. Well, yeah, because, you know, nobody wants to hear nobody wants to hear anybody else out. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people feel like their opinion is the end all be all. So without a doubt. Yeah. 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 That's mm, that's interesting. What is your opinion about that? Uh, for some reason, I'm not sure why, but I've used the N-word way less since I moved out here. And I don't know if it was just like, I was I just he, like, I was just throwing it like back and forth before. I was just like, I don't know if it was, I don't know why. Like, I just noticed I, when I hear it, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of taken aback. Like, I feel like all of us don't really use it as nearly as much as we were when we were younger. I'm not going to lie. I use it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the time. Well, you know what? But for me, it's because I, I've... Look, I, do you have any I'm issue blind. with it at all? Because my it was an interesting thing. It was um, my coworker Mark, who says a lot of interesting things. The guy's becoming a very good friend of mine. He said that he likes dating women that aren't black. Because I'm like, he goes, my God, man, it feels great to not being called the N word all the time, man. Because I date a white girl, they would never call me that. First of all, and I was like, I, I could tell that he's joking, but at the same time, I, the way he's saying it, I was like, I, I think he's like half serious. First of all, he's trash. Wait, Just, he's saying okay, that, he's not trash, but okay, I don't he's know. He's saying him. that black girls call him the N word. Because he's dating not, you? Not in a bad way. Or they say the word period. Look, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to just put this out here. Because I feel like the problem is with that is, I'm not, in, look, if you're watching this, I, you're not trash. But what, <laughs> well, no. No, no. But what I'm going to say to that is that I, I, I dislike when black men put down black women. You know what I'm saying? Because you're sitting here telling, when you say shit like that, you're, you're sitting here telling the world that the black woman is less than anybody else. And that's why you won't date them. So when you're saying shit like that, you people are listening to what you're saying. So when you're saying that about your own kind, then those worse. outside looking at it is gonna be like, well, I won't fuck with that bitch either. You know what I'm saying? And then that's what the whole, that's, that's why I feel like that whole semitism comes where it's like, oh, well, black women are this mean. Look, and maybe a lot of people who, who might see this might be like, oh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But it's something that I've seen is that a lot of times within my own culture, you know what I'm saying, within my own community is that black men low-key put black women down. But the, the, the biggest supporter of black men is black women. So when you're mm. saying that I won't, I don't, that's why I don't date women because I don't like being called a nigga. Well, who would are you? You a nigga. To us, this is what we are. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for me, that's like it doesn't bother me when it comes within my own community. Now, with that being said, when it's outside of my community, it's a little different. So if we cool, we close. Don't get me wrong. It's it's in music. I understand this shit. It gets said all the time. It's part of the culture at this point. It's part yeah. of the culture. You know what? And maybe people can argue this. The black culture people adapt that shit so cool. You know what I'm saying? Black culture is big as fuck. It's, every it's every the most influential it's the music most influential, on, yeah, on within music right now. Hip hop is the number one form of music at this point right now. Right, yeah. and within that, if anybody didn't know, the b black people has created almost every genre you can think of. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. country music come from the slave era. You know what I'm saying? Like all this is brought Jazz. up rock, rock music, all that shit. So, black people, the culture of America is black people. Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. And not, I'm not saying that in like saying like not any other culture, but. But what everybody's portraying, like, you want to be this whole, like, oh, like, hip-hop, and I want to be 
you know what I'm saying? Like, just the, how do I explain this? You kind of want to wear black people but don't want to be black, if that makes yeah, sense. You want all the up with none of the down. Thank you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The cool part of what we are. Yeah. Cool part. Got a cool take. You want the fashion, you want the music, you want this, but you don't want the lifestyle. But you don't want the lifestyle. And then you get mad when other black people look at you and you're like, and then it's like, well, why are you doing that, bro? You're low-key appropriating. And don't sit here and call me a nigga because you don't know me. Yeah. So in that sense, I don't like it. So when somebody doesn't know me and they start saying shit like that, that's where I'm like, yo, bro, like, I don't even know you for you to be saying shit like that. Like, you need to chill. <laughs> but with that also being said, I know it's in music. I know it's always being said. I know it's around. So like, I won't automatically jump off and be like, what the fuck you doing? Da -da -da. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, with them not knowing me, I don't know them. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't True. know. I, I think it's all contextual, know. yeah. I think yeah. it's when people use it the wrong way, you know it's the wrong way. When people use it the oh, right way, it's the right way. I mean, I just got in trouble by what's her face that uh, swallows. She got <laughs> mad at me. She got mad at me for she using the word paisa. In my whole life, I've never Did been she? mad. I've never had someone get mad at me for using the word paisa. So paisa, in my understanding, and I want to kind of look it up again. I think it it's was actually just, it's a farmer, right? Yeah, it's like it's a Mexican say, or a farmer, yeah. or it's like a form of. A, but usually, you say it when you're like, like that's that's a true, a true yeah, like Mexican. Paisa that's, music that's, that's paisa, is like, yeah. oh, that's Paisa music, oh, that's Mexican music, or that's that's so Paisa of you, like that's it's a very Mexican thing for you to do. Which she took it as like then a negative connotation of what beaner means. So then, like beaner too, like that's used way less than word, but Paisa is used often. But Paisa could. If you're using in the wrong text, and it, yeah. it could be bad. Cause like that fucking pice over there. Well, you know what? Like I, that, you know, it's all contextual and who's I saying think, it. I think um, Marlon Wayne says it best because he in his comedy special. I don't know if you guys watch. Message. Message. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you seen it? <laughs> well, I, I, I've seen. That's from Don't, don't Drink Juice. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but uh, he talks about that. Actually, he brings this up in his stand-up, and I totally agree with him. It's more so like. He's like, yo, like you can. At one point, he basically what he's saying is like, if I'm cool with you, we we shooting the shit, yeah, like whatever, like it's not a big deal. But you got to be careful when you're saying shit around certain people that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta. I mean, I don't yeah, know. I guess it, it goes with, I don't know. Like, yeah, you just got to be cool on which, how you use it and who you're around. Because, like I said, like, most people don't know who you are, who you kick it with, and why you would be so comfortable to say certain shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. I am. My, my girlfriend every now, every now and then will call me that. And I actually tell her, like, that's, I, I get you're not saying anything wrong, but um, I feel like that's not a term of endearment to me. I don't like being called it. So just. I don't know, call me anything, call me my name. I prefer that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy is that me growing up a little bit, I mean, because I'm, I'm mixed. So my cousins say it, you know, shit. And I grew up with mostly... What are you mixed with? Samoan. Oh, that's so, yeah, right. Polynesian. That's right, I knew that. Um, so, you know, my family says it. And I grew up mostly with my Polynesian family. So in my mind, like, I didn't think it was a big deal until I started to realize why it was a big deal. And, and when I actually got called... It outside of it being like, oh, yo, you trying to you trying to really get at me? Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying like, so that's why it's one of those things where I feel like when you have these kind of conversations and it's like you're not you're you're not you're not of African American you know American descent. Like, I don't. I feel like you won't fully truly understand too do, much. Do any. Does anyone get a, well, what you're saying is that you don't really say it to anyone, but if you were to say to people, do people get passes like, 
it, do you, would you say like a Mexican person has more right to say it than a white person or, or no across the board if you're not black then that you should not be saying it look I'm not gonna say you shouldn't I, I the reason why I'm the reason I'm gonna say this is because of how we put it out you know what I'm saying like I'm not gonna say you shouldn't say it I feel like it doesn't matter if you're white Mexican if you're not within the black culture just be be mindful of how you're using it or who you're using it around yeah you know respectful of the culture be respectful I think of the that's culture. the I think that's a key that is key you know all, what I'm saying because those words. look to be black you honestly like how are you gonna be mad at somebody when first of all it's in all of our music yeah you know what I'm saying everyone uses that shit but in the same breath it's like I, you know what's interesting is I watch Love and I don't watch Love and Hip Hop but like I was watching clips and this is a girl and her name's Veronica whatever the fuck her last name is or whatever her stage Corning name is Stone. but it's Veronica something <laughs> and Trina brought this up to her and was like you know your song is hot but I don't like the fact that you use nigga a lot in your song and she was like, "Well, Trina we're Trina, that, huh? Trina, yeah, yeah." She was yeah, like, like, nasty. But, like nasty. But, "But you know, it's crazy. The, she's what's crazy? Is, bitch. What was crazy about it? I listened to the song, and I felt what why she would say that because it's she's like the wrong way. Look, and this is what I'm saying is that sometimes I don't think people, a lot of people don't understand that when you <laughs> black people get put down so much. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't give a fuck how much we advanced from 50 years ago." 60 years ago black people still get put down a lot you know what i'm saying like yeah. you still look we're still looked at as second class citizens you know what i'm saying however how much even with us growing and advancing and being you know the which i think is stupid but being the first black people to win these certain wars you know what i'm saying I don't, even within the latino community i don't that's so stupid i feel like we should never be like the first like you know what i'm saying like that's so dumb that we have to do that but when because I because this is my culture and this is what I live in and I get to experience it, I understand what Trina's coming from because it's like when you're sitting here and you're telling me, bitch, you're you're Latina. You're coming from a whole different culture, you're coming from a whole different type of situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you're sitting here talking about, oh, we're all from the same walks of life and we get looked at the same. No, we don't get looked at the same. We get looked at different a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like I get looked differently we, even with my own race, because I'm I'm light skinned Mexican and, and he's dark skinned. Yeah. Hey, you know, is you know what's interesting? Is that I'm color that dark skin colorism anymore. is real. You know, I'm pretty I, white now. And now, no, but you know what's crazy is that uh, they actually bring that up too, uh, colorism on Love and Hip Hop because they have an Afro Latina girl in there. And you know, because you know, slaves were brought over from Africa to go from South America all the way up to North America. Like, so they were talking about that too. And it's funny that, yeah, because even within the black community, black. If you're light skinned, it's like, oh, you think you're better than me. If you're dark skinned, it's like, oh, you're not as pretty. And it's like, that's crazy. Yeah, that is so crazy that people think that way. Matthew, you need to watch for your Black Panther, man. And there's a reason. Was, there's a reason why. I was about why. to watch it yesterday. Yo, so Black Panther was amazing. Oh my gosh, man! I gotta give you props for double recommending it. Defense now determines what happens to the rest of the world. Double recommending it, but Black Panther was amazing, bro. I have to say, okay, so I know you have a lot to say about it. You don't yet, but you will <laughs> fucking love it. Black Panther, man. I mean, when I, if I could get anything from it, I got be proud of your culture. Like, I don't know if that's the, the what they were going for, but Marvel's fucking killing it. They gave, they made a great, great, amazing movie. But what I got from it was we're not proud enough of our own cultures because they are so proud. I mean, there's those times where I think it was, um, You'll know the girl. I mean, one of the the main girls on the committee, 
and uh, you know uh, the main dude got dethroned as a king, and the new dude became a king. And they're like, "How are you going to follow the new leader? You don't even know him. He's a monster." He's like, "I will do anything for Wakanda. I will die for Wakanda. I I'm here for my king of Wakanda." Like there was, that was such the, a dedication. I'm like, "Holy shit!" That was the best example of loyalty. Yeah. To, to like unconditional culture. loyalty yeah which people 100 percent forget that shit like Yo, i forget it unfortunately that, like a lot of us forget it and that's like a, it's cherished you know it's cherished people should be more proud of their culture no yeah um i agree with you actually you know what i got from that movie was a lot of it was a lot of women empowerment you know what i'm saying like they were the strongest characters that man. was amazing without the girls fucking black panther might have not made it you know what his saying? sisters he, he probably wouldn't them. have made it sherry is it how is, fuck i always the, the, the girl sister, the technology his sister, yeah his sister oh, was bro his sister she was, was killing it killing the shit like bro you need yeah. to watch that movie i do his main fucking his genius. main his like of the of the, the warriors, suit was made by her man yeah yeah the suit was made by her he, the suit was made by a sister um yeah that movie man that movie was powerful especially i mean for me, and it was a lot in, of different. It took place in Oakland too. Yeah, yeah. Coincidentally, they took, they took well, it to the, the Bay Area. Direct from Oakland too, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they did that on purpose. Yeah, was it Kugler Googler or some shit like that? I forget. Yeah, he's yeah. the one who did yeah. Fruitvale Station. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I was like, this is Michael B. Jordan. It's full circle. <laughs> he didn't die. Michael in B. Jordan isn't actually from Oakland, is he? No, no, no. I don't think so. I don't know where oh. he's from. it's cool. I didn't like his. He he put he said bra a lot in in um. And Fruitvale Station, oh. and I was like, "Is that is that your Oakland? You know, it's crazy mannerism. Like that's not that's kind of. I weird. don't think they say bruh that much, but they definitely say bruh a lot. Yeah, you feel I, me, bruh? <laughs> On my mama's bruh. I mean, I'm gonna just sit here and do the interview like this. You feel me, Cuddy? Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's like hella Bay Area right there. That's hella Bay. You feel me, nigga? On my mama's nigga, see this. It's good. It's intense. No, but um, <laughs> that movie. You know what? That movie was so dope for all cultures because I definitely taught. Like you said, it 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 just teaches you and shows you like how you should be proud of where you come from, and who you are. But you know, it's also I like the fact, which I don't. Maybe this is not what people got from this movie, but I like the fact that you know how they try to keep a lot of shit to themselves. Yeah. Like Wakanda was, they kept it a secret and it kept. They need to though. They the need world to. isn't fucking ready for that shit. But in the same breath, I like the fact that the end of the movie that introduced it. I don't want to give the movie away if you didn't see it, but yeah, <laughs> that's dangerous. When that happened, I was like, that's fucking dangerous. I know. I was like, that's dangerous. Like, don't I don't do know the world's fucking ready, but, man. You know what's crazy is that, I mean, to put it into like real life, like I think they did incorporate. Like I said life, before, yeah. we all we can all eat off the same plate and be great. True. You know what I'm saying? But like motherfuckers don't want people to are greedy, that. man. People, are, people greedy. are fucking greedy. Any good, there's always gonna be that greedy. You know, and it's so dope to learn about other cultures, it's so dope to like fuse cultures together. I think that's the beauty about being mixed. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? When I'm mixed, because I like I said, I mostly grew up with, to both cultures, yeah. My family grew up my small family grew up American, so don't get me wrong, like they're not hella islander. But you know, they still hold the culture, you know, as close as they can. Yeah. So, you know, I grew up a little bit in my small culture but then I also like I'm black so I also know that you know what I'm saying like I, I grew up in that as well so I think it's dope because I know both and I know what it's like to be a part of two different situations are you something else also I'm, I'm not a whole lot Italian but I am partially Italian you're Italian yeah not, I think in percentage wise I'm like maybe 20% 10% not a whole lot but 99% of it shows in you <laughs> <laughs> no I'm 100% Mexican as far as I know I've never 
went down the tree long enough. But I'm pretty sure we all probably yeah. got like a thousand. Oh yeah, at some races, point, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, especially with the last name Perez. Mexican. That's not that's not a Mexican last name. That's yeah. Spanish. Damn, I didn't know that. See, I'm learning things right now. Yeah. I did not know Spanish. I mean, Perez well, yeah, Spanish. Spanish last uh, the name. whole Spanish is from Spain. Yeah, that's crazy. If, if you speak in Spanish, that was not from Mexico. Can you get up? Yeah, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Buy that shit. Buy that shit. It's a really good movie. It is. I loved it. Um, all right. Well, I think we'll just ask it. It's a good way to end it on a different subject, but a randomized subject. Kind of like a spitfire. In case you guys ever wonder what time we do these things, it is 11.46 at nighttime right now. On a Sunday. People got work tomorrow. So that's this why. <laughs> well, this guy, do you, you start work tomorrow. What time? Eight? I start at eight tomorrow. Yeah. So you're on the same page. You start before me. I don't know how you do it because you you couldn't function off no sleep. Yo, that's, that's when I go. If I get a minute less than seven hours, I'm trash. Like I'm just useless. Well, before we end it, I think we should definitely give the audience and everybody watching what listening they came for. A p- <laughs> Let's show our dicks. No. <laughs> I knew that's what you wanted. No. <laughs> the, uh, to, to, to plug your stuff, man. I mean, the fashion elites, your modeling, all that. Yeah, you definitely Twitter, shout Facebook, out. IG, Snapchat. Definitely follow Instagram. You got an actual website. Yeah. Awesome page. Uh, you Check can follow out. my personal page. That's that boy Lee. L-E-I-G-H, not L-E-E. So that boy Lee, and it's spelled yeah. regular. And that's on IG. On IG. Snapchat. You uh, Snapchat. Snapchat. You know, it's a good question. I don't know what my Snapchat is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Mr. Lee. Oh, you do that? I think it's Mr. You know what I'm saying? How you do that? Yeah, yeah. Where you going? What's that? Yeah, I mean, you can just look up Lee. Well, right? well, no, what's up? Oh, you, you, okay, yeah. These are Because Lee is your customization. Damn. Can you tell I don't really Snapchat like that? Um, I stop as soon as the new update. I really don't even. I don't really use this shit. Oh, yeah. This shit is like crazy. But you can you can snap me if you want to. <laughs> so it's Mister Lee. It's M I S T A L E E O eight. Um, and then my fashionable East page is fashionable eats not with an S with a Z on Instagram. Don't don't follow me on anything else. <laughs> <laughs> don't search for it. Don't either. search for it. You won't find me. No, yeah, um, definitely tune into. No, yeah, those are, those are the platforms I'm using right now uh, until my YouTube page comes up and Facebook and everything else. So, word, Dope, man, you're doing some good shit. Make sure to follow us as well too. We're on uh, Instagram. I think Crispy went tipsy. Crispy went tipsy on Instagram. Uh, I one think word. we have a Snapchat that's not up and running yet, but it's gonna be Crispy went tipsy. Um, <laughs> I think it's about it that we have right now, right? No, I mean we have iTunes, yeah. we have Google Play. I think I registered for a, for a Twitter. Um, maybe we'll use it. Maybe not. Follow it anyways. You yeah. never know. iTunes, I think same thing. Chris Wall Tipsy. Just yep. type it in with space and all. Google Play. Chris Wall Tipsy. SoundCloud. And then um, yeah, follow us on our our YouTube. Oh, you know, Mark. Mark said, will we uh, give us ideas or recommendations what you want to hear for our next episodes because we want to cover what the audience likes. I mean, yeah, we have we have Josh like here. subscribe, please. Yeah, if yeah. you guys like me, request them back. Request me back. He did well, good. If you he like did great. If you first, like first guest. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for having me. He's first the of shit. All. Yeah. Hey. Round of applause. We're definitely, you're, you're going to be one of the few. It's funny. Podcast. It's funny. Podcast. There's some people that are invited like on other podcasts. They're like, all right, thanks for coming in. And then they don't, they're like, don't come back. But there's the ones that are like, bro, you're invited anytime. Anytime. Come back, please, please. Yeah. Easily. You're obviously invited anytime, but there might be some people that are on here that we might not invite back. But yeah, Josh. And I want to be invited when they're invited. The real boy. So I can be the audience <laughs> in real life and be like, don't invite them back. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll have more episodes coming up. The first official interview episode on Crispy Hot Tipsy. And we were uh, gifted with the great Joshua Lee. Yee, yee. McKnight. Thank in the you. flesh.